Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Now available in more homes than the Pac-12 Network, we are the Podcast of Champions. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online. And here he goes, Miles Jack! And I'm Ryan Abraham from uscfootball.com. Liner going to try to sneak it ahead. Touchdown, SC! We are the Podcast of Champions. Welcome, everyone, back to the Podcast of Champions. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network. And I'm not joined by anybody today. Ryan is in Vegas again. So it's just me today here on St. Patrick's Day morning. Lonely. It's a lonely time for us. But never fear. We are going to record a podcast today. Will it be good? No, I don't think so. But I don't think any of these are any good. So who knows? I'm not the judge. You're the judge. Jury and executioner. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, I think that's what Ryan does at this point. Uh, you can email us, pack12podcast at gmail.com. We get a lot of those. You can call or text us at 424-532-0678. We don't get as many as those. Of those as those you can tweet at us at pack 12 podcast i read them uh ryan's the only one who uses it uh to respond to you um unless he posts something objectionable and then i feel the need to uh take control in my own little way uh but you can tweet at us we'll both read it promise our website is pack 12 podcast.com that's where you can find all of our old episodes if you are so inclined. You can also find them on your podcasting app, which I would recommend if you're not a crazy person. Uh, why would you go to a blog spot or a WordPress or whatever that is uh, to scroll down a long scroll, infinite scroll with no actual organization to it whatsoever? Why would you do that? Don't do that. If you're looking for an old episode, go to your podcasting app and you can find them there. Um, but really, if you're looking for an old episode, I would like you instead to look inward. Why? Why are you doing that? Why are you listening to this right now is the real question. But why would you listen to something that is old when you could be listening to something that is new? Our Reddit is reddit.com slash r slash podcast of champions. Yeah, we've gotten a few posts in the last few months. So if you want to spend some time there, go for it. Uh, and then we're on Apple Podcasts. So if you want to rate, review, uh, we love them. Uh, give us a five-star rating, and we will read whatever you write on the air. Uh, we do have, uh, I think, a, one more new review. This is from K. Boluri, a five-star review. Thumbs up. Great podcast. Go Bruins. That's it. That's the end of the review. On a different topic, I, as David, have to admit Last of Us is objectively an excellent show. I just have terrible taste in Apocalypse shows, and I apologize. Uh, thank you for that five-star review. 
It's excellent. Um, the The truth of the matter is, Last of Us is uh, is mid, as the kids say. It's very mid. Um, nothing super objectionable. Nothing very good. Um, so right now, March Madness is going on. Uh, the Pac-12 got started this week with, uh, as of recording, uh, USC is tipping off in about 15 minutes. Um, but ASU, UCLA, and Arizona have all played. Uh, ASU won in the first four, uh, beating Nevada and the hated Steve Alford, um, and just blowing them straight out of the out of the off the court. It was it was a ton of fun to watch. Uh, but ASU looked really good. Um, they were making a bunch of crazy shots from everywhere. They advanced to play tonight against TCU, uh, and then yesterday, uh, UCLA took care of business against its 15 seed um, UNC Asheville at the end of the night, uh, blew them right off the court, and uh, gutty little Arizona, um, you know, team, an auto-bid team that came in from the Pac-12 tournament, you know, they just couldn't handle that Ivy League sauce, and uh, Princeton Princeton stole their lunch money. Um, it happens, you know, in those 15-2 games, you're not ex- – oh, wait, Arizona was the two seed. Sorry, I got this mixed up. Wow, that's pretty bad. Wow. Boy, howdy. Um, here's the thing. There's a lot of games coming up uh, over the next three days, over the next three weeks, uh, and the best way to spend your time is to go to my bookie. You can make your March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code PAC12 to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. One of my favorite things to do during March Madness is to place a little bit of money, just enough to keep it interesting, on basically every game. Uh, Sometimes I'll just do that for like a a region. I'll do a parlay. Um, And you can do it at every different stage. So once it goes from the round of 64 down to the round of 32 then you can do it for those games and so on and so forth it's a way to keep yourself alive after your bracket is busted uh so again go to mybookie.com use promo code pack 12 receive a deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars it's a great place to do it a uh, great place to make march madness a little bit more interesting with so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right. Well, because this is my show and not Ryan's, especially today in this day of days, I'm going to talk some basketball up top. Um, I watched uh, each of the Pac-12 games so far, um, and I'm going to get to USC as soon as I'm finished here. I thought... Uh, Obviously, the headliner and the most hilarious thing that happened in the NCAA tournament so far and maybe in history was Princeton beating uh, Arizona um, 59-55. Arizona um, clearly, clearly was not up for the game, which is an insane thing to do uh, in the NCAA tournament. they they played horribly um, guard play, which had been such an issue for them all year. To anybody with eyeballs, uh, reared its ugly head again. Uh, Kerkrisa uh, was once again not good, uh, as he has not been for much of his uh, storied career at Arizona. And uh, for whatever reason, Tommy Lloyd continues to just nail uh, Boswell to the bench, who's a much better player than Kerkrisa. Um, by this point in the season, I'm clearly a much better player. And at the beginning of the season, clearly had a ton more upside. 
there was no disadvantage to playing him more, maybe taking a loss or two at the beginning of the year that you otherwise wouldn't have. Um, but he, he, he should be playing 35 minutes a game, and he's not, and that is a huge limiting factor for a team that has a very good front court, uh, but very, very limited backcourt. Um, and that was that was a huge part of the problem for Arizona against Princeton. I think their three guards shot something like three for 14 from three, um, and Creasa was the worst, one for seven, but uh, just really, really, really poor play from their guards. Low intensity from everybody. Um, you know, if you have a if you have a knock against Tubelas as a player, um, besides the obvious, the lack of athleticism that prevents him from ever being a good defender, he just doesn't play with a ton of intensity. It just rarely seems like he is all that engaged. He's a uh, you know very skilled around the basket, um, has a nice soft touch around the hoop, but um, some real limitations uh, to him as a player. Um, and then, obviously, Umar Balo was uh, playing with a broken hand, uh, but he was actually one of the few guys who seemed fully engaged in that basketball game. But anyway, the most important thing is that it was really funny, and I'm sorry, Arizona fans, but it kind of was. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's not every day you see a, a two-seed lose to a 15, uh, but Arizona has made a habit out of this. They are the only team, this is a great stat from CBS, uh, they're the only team in history since the tournament expanded to actually include seeds to have lost to an 11, a 12, a 13, a 14, and a 15, and they've lost to a 15 twice. That's that's amazing. Now, on the flip side, Arizona is also the only team to have beaten three one seeds in the same tournament, which on the plus side, that's very good. Um, but wow, what a yin and yang right there. Um, ASU uh, in the first four um, blew out Steve Alford and Nevada, something for which we must commend the Sun Devils. Um, uh, because Steve Alford, I think we can all agree, UCLA people, non-UCLA people, Steve Alford's a horror of a human being, absolute trash. Um, that was horror, not not the other word, just it's hard, you know, syllables are tough. Um, he's a, he, he's a very bad person. And so to see him just get ground into the dirt like that was, uh, I, it was, it was one, one of the best experiences I've had watching a basketball game. Uh, it eclipses even the, uh, Arizona Princeton game. Um, but Bobby Hurley's team played exactly the same way they've played all year. It's just, they made their crazy and ridiculous shots more than they usually do. Um, but it was it was great to see. Um, somehow uh, they looked more coached than Nevada, which I, I I wouldn't have said about any ASU game this year. Uh, but that one, you know, we were all we were all standing with Bobby Hurley in that one. And now uh, they take on TCU tonight. I think they have a chance. Um, they've always got like kind of a chaos energy chance in any game because um, that's what they play with. They are always chaotic. Uh, they take wild shots, and sometimes they make them, sometimes they don't. If they don't, they could lose by 20-37 on the road to San Francisco. If they make them, they can, you know, blow out Oregon on the road. Things happen. Um, and then UCLA, uh, really kind of just a ho-hum, boring game. They, you know, did what you should do to a 15 seed uh, in UNC Asheville, Um Took it to him from the start, full intensity, and never let up, and uh, won by 33. You know, I mean, they did it without Adem uh, Adembona again, uh, who was uh, 
appeared to be ready in the pregame, um, and then uh, and then they decided not to play him. He was probably in a you know break glass if needed kind of situation, uh, but they didn't need him. Uh, Kenny Nwuba played really really well. Mac Etienne played really well, and the end result was a substantial blowout. So um, ASU plays again tonight. UCLA plays again on Saturday against Northwestern, uh, which is an interesting preview of what will be. I guess just the reality soon, which is ugly and disappointing. Um, and then USC is obviously taking on Michigan state this morning. So we'll see how that one goes, but, um, the PAC 12, uh, not showing particularly well, embarrassing loss for Arizona. Uh, but you know, on balance, um, it's okay because UCLA is still advancing. And so is ASU. All right. Um, We have some news uh, that Ryan helpfully put into the POC doc, the shared doc, before he departed for Vegas. Um, uh, So uh, uh, ASU president Michael Crow says that media negotiations for the Pac-12's media rights deal are in the final stages. He says ASU is committed to the Pac-12. Arizona president Robert Robbins called the departures of UCLA and USC, quote, clearly huge losses, but said the remaining Pac-12 schools are rallying and joining arms to make it work as the conference navigates an uncertain landscape. He says, I don't think anyone wants to leave. Why would you move for a couple million dollars a year more? All very interesting. Um, So I think with uh, the Robbins report, um, sounds like mid-April is what they're eyeballing as kind of a time frame for when they want to have this um, media rights deal in place. There's a lot more smoke that, you know, Klyavkov has or is in the process of putting the final uh, pieces together for a proposal to the presidents. Um, and we'll see what that looks like. But I'll, I'll, I'll say my buddy, uh, his buddy, my friend of a friend, continues to say that Utah and Colorado are out. Uh, Arizona's are, 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 are certainly, uh, looking heavily. Now, I don't know, man. I, I don't know anything. I'm just a guy, but, um, I, I think it'll come down to exactly how many dollars this thing approaches and then, you know, go from there. Um, and I, I think for whatever it is, it's going to be money for these, uh, decisions. And as we've talked about, you know, there's a lot of different nuances to this. If the presidents are being, um, uh, judicious about what their, you know, futures are. Um, you know, is it worth it to stay in the PAC 12 for a few kind of conversely to Robert Robbins? Is it worth it to stay in what appears to be a dying league, uh, for a couple million dollars less or more or whatever it is per year? Or do you make the, the decision for the future of your team or program or whatever, uh, and go to a different league that looks more viable long-term? I don't know. Tough, tough decisions coming up for all of the presidents. Um, and we'll, we'll probably start to, it sounds at least, that we'll start to hear more uh, heading into April. So in the middle of Ryan doing all of his like spring game reports, we'll probably have a ton of media rights deals for, you know, Ryan to talk about. It's going to be a ton of fun. I think we all really, really enjoy listening to it. Um so that's that. Uh, there's a lot of spring practices that have started for a lot of schools. Um, you know, USC started last week. Uh, I think a lot of the uh, the Arizona schools have started. Uh, ASU had its first practice, I think, on two on 
Wednesday, uh, Chris Cartman traveled. Uh, let's give a shout out to Chris Cartman from Sun Devil Source. He traveled all the way to Dayton to do uh, the first four game, and then he went all the way back to Phoenix the next morning uh, to cover that practice. Uh, big shout out to Cartman. Um, I know UCLA hasn't started. I'm sure there's a few schools otherwise who haven't. We'll start to have spring practice reporting um, from the different site publishers over the next few weeks um, to give you guys some insight into those situations. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, um, which isn't gonna be a real break. I'm just gonna take you behind the curtain. It's not a real break. Um, I'm just gonna make noises for about a minute while I pull up the emails uh, that we got this week. There aren't that many, um, but I'm gonna pull them up and then we're gonna talk about them. And by we, I do mean me. I'm the only one on this show today. And then we're gonna go from there. So back in a minute. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. All right, we're back. Uh, this is from uh, Alfred Boomslang. The streets behind. Uh, gentlemen, nothing exciting is happening in Pac-12 football right now. So even though this is weeks late, I wanted to shout out the World War Z audiobook. Each character is voiced by a different person, some of them very famous people, such as Martin Scorsese, Alan Alda, Simon Pegg, the list goes on and on. I dream of the day when someone makes a great TV series adaptation of the book. The movie sucked ass, worse than watching my buffs last year. This is a really good point. Um, so I would say uh, the movie, for generic zombie movie it was fine. If you read the book beforehand, it was an absolute travesty. Just absolute nightmare travesty. Because that book, and if you haven't read it, it's so good. I, I can't even really... 
I can't even really describe it, but so first, if you're into like zombie stuff, it's great. But if you're not, it's also this like really, really interesting kind of work of, um, I won't call it, uh, it's, it's essentially written like it's a oral history of like World War II. And it's looking at it from all the different angles of all the different things. And it's these little vignette storylines. So it's, you'll spend 10 pages with this character and then it's across the world to this character and so on and so forth. Um, but it's really, really good. Um, and I think the, the, the inspiration for it from what I remember um, reading about Max Brooks and what he was writing about, it was essentially uh, pandemic. Like how would you, how would the countries of the world deal with a pandemic? And it actually, you know, interestingly enough, starts in China. Um, so there's there's just some interesting ways in which it not quite, but kind of parallels some of the stuff that went on over the last three years. And it was written, you know, whatever, 15 years ago. Um, but it's very, very fun. It's a very fun book. Lots of lots of really interesting and cool things. And then there's also zombies eating people. So strongly recommend it. Um, but, uh, yes, it absolutely should have been a TV show. Uh, it should still be a TV show. I don't see any reason why they can't do that. Um, because they, they, they really, really screwed it up in the movie. Um, so, uh, first the World War Z zombies are, you know, traditional zombies. They're slow moving, dumb, the whole thing. Uh, not the like fast moving ants that were, uh, the, the zombies in the movie. Um, and it's not a fast-paced action thriller. It's, you know, the, the timeline for the book, I think, is something on the course of close to a decade. Um, so it's, anyway, it's very good. You should read it. And then uh, Alfred asks, just for fun, how long do you think each Pac-12 coach would last before they're turned into an undead during a zombie apocalypse? I'll start the ball rolling. Dion would have juked away from ever getting bitten when he was younger, but now he's missing a number of toes, so I don't think he's lasting long. All right, let's start with the Arizonas. Um, Jed Fish, he's a positive guy. He's bringing a lot of positivity, a lot of energy. Um, I think he lasts for a while, um, but if we're following along and we assume that zombie fiction is largely predictive, that kind of positive attitude would be burned out of him pretty quickly. And then what does he have? If, if, you, if you take Jed Fish and you remove a positive attitude, is there anything left? I think he's 90% just positive attitude. So I'm saying he lasts fine for about three or four months, but then something truly horrific happens and he's a shell of a man and he just succumbs to the zombie apocalypse. So he, I, I'm putting Jed Fish at three to four months. Uh, Kenny Dillingham, young guy. Uh, so that helps. I think if you're able to run, if you're able to move, I'm assuming a slow moving zombie apocalypse. I'm not assuming, um, I'm not assuming fast zombies because those aren't as much fun. Um, but Dillingham, he's able to run and move. Um, you know, he—I I would have to imagine he's a pretty sharp guy to have risen to the position he's in already. So I, I've got Dillingham early on as as one of the favorites to last quite a while. Um, I'd say, you know, six plus months top at, at least. Um, then you got Chip Kelly. Uh, I think we all know the answer there. Uh, Chip Kelly, pretty smart guy, pretty cerebral, but you know he's he's nearly sixty now. Um, not in the you know whatever you know he's a sixty year old guy. It's fine, but not in the best shape. Um, I don't think he's lasting a whole long a whole long time. Um, let's call it. I mean, he's also living in L.A. Let's let's also be real about that. Location matters. 
Kenny Dillingham in Phoenix, that's a problem. Jed Fish in Tucson, a little bit less of a problem, but still a problem. Um, Chip Kelly in, in Los Angeles, there's just there's there's no chance. So I'd say Chip Kelly, he's, he's out in the first wave, a couple weeks maybe. Um, then you got Lincoln Riley, again, younger, um, but same problem as Chip. He's in L.A., um, and he's not quite as young as Dillingham. Uh, so I think, again, first month, he, he's 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 toast uh moving up the coast troy taylor um got the same sort of problem as the la guys you're in a major 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 metro um and uh he's not young so again cup first couple of weeks no chance justin wilcox a little bit younger same thing though in a major metro maybe the first month um let's move across uh to uh utah and colorado Utah, again, not not to like continue to beat the drum of Kyle Whittingham as our as our Lord and Savior, but uh, Kyle Whittingham. I mean, he's we're just guessing here, but he's got to own some rifles, right? Right? He's a, he's a Utah man. He's a he's probably hunted. You know, he's done some things. Um, he, he could probably wield a hatchet. Um, you know, there's there's enough there that you got to figure he's going to be a survivalist mode. So for me, he's right there with Dillingham for different reasons. Now, obviously, Whittingham is older. He's, you know, I think he is 60, maybe a little bit older. Um, but he's, you know, he's he's pretty fit for an old guy. And, uh, again, he's probably got a little bit of that survivalist instinct. He's the leader of men. You know, maybe he gets a team together. So I'm putting Whittingham at the six-plus months. He's also in Salt Lake, which um, for all that it is itself a pretty – decently sized city there's not a whole lot around it so it wouldn't take too much work to get into the backwoods up there um and there's a you know there's a there's a society in utah of people living out in the countryside so it's not a uh, not a stretch to imagine them them living off the land for quite a long time so i'd say whittingham also in the six plus month club uh dion uh yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of with you um his best days as an athlete are behind him uh he's he's you know, not a young man anymore. Um, and I think, you know, he's a, he's a very religious guy too. I think he would struggle, um, with some of the implications of the dead rising from the grave. Um, I think that might be a challenge for him and, uh, you know, how does he handle that? How does he deal with that? Um, so I, I would say there's probably a spiritual crisis in his future, um, and again, I don't know that he has the survivalist skills of like a Kyle Whittingham. I, I wouldn't put him in the, you know, immediately dead category like the LA guys and the Bay Area guys, but he wouldn't. I don't think he'd last that long. I think it's probably month to two month. Um, then you've got Oregon, uh, Dan Lanning. Um, you know, Eugene's a small town. Uh, could last a while. He's relatively young. I'll put it in the three plus months. He's also, um, where's he from originally? He's obviously spent some time in Georgia. Uh, he's from Missouri. I mean, do we think familiarity with some guns? I mean, it's a real asset. He spent enough time in Georgia. Also from Missouri. I'm thinking I'm thinking he's got some familiarity with firearms. So we'll say, uh, you know, he, he lasts four plus months. Maybe six plus. Maybe I'll put him in the same category as Dillingham and, uh, and our man Whittingham. Um, and then you've got uh, John Smith, uh, Corvallis, another smallish town, uh, all things considered. Um, 
he just doesn't he doesn't strike me as the rugged uh survivalist type uh he has you know he's from originally pasadena which you know doesn't scream rugged survivalist he spent a lot of time up in the uh in the northwest in oregon idaho montana idaho again washington oregon um so yeah mm-hmm. I'm going to go three months because, uh, again, it's a small town. Take a while to get up there. Uh, and then you've got the Washingtons. Uh, I think Kalen DeBoer, you know, it's uh, it's Seattle is the problem. Uh, up there, it's a really, really big city. Um, I think the odds of surviving are pretty low. And there's a big suburban area, which suburbs are the big problem. Um, you know, Salt Lake City, you get out 10 miles out of town, you're out of town. You're in the desert. Uh, you drive 10 miles from city center in Seattle, you are still around hundreds of thousands of people. Um, so I think it would just be hard. I'm, I'm putting him again in the same category as the LA schools and the Bay Area schools. He'd be out in a couple of weeks. And then Jake Dickert uh, from Washington State. Um, Pullman's the big advantage there. So really, no matter what you think, it's probably he's in the same category as the other guys where he's six plus months. So Location matters, so I'm saying Jake Dickert, Kyle Whittingham, uh, Dan Lanning, and Kenny Dillingham are probably in the top tier, and uh, for my money, I'm going to go with Whittingham. You know, younger guys, uh, they're going to be a little bit more, um, uh, uh, they're going to do riskier things. I think a guy like Whittingham is going to be a little bit more risk-averse, you know, he's wizened by the years, um, wizened, whatever, Um and so I, I think he'll be he'll be willing to, you know, instead of going to investigate the noise, he's going to huddle in and just wait and see what happens. And I think that stuff is, is going to serve him well. I don't think aggression, being a defensive guy, I think serves him better um, in this situation. So great question. I'm, I'm hopeful that that was a sufficient answer for you. Uh, this is from Demetrius. No, it's not. This is a, a spam email. Um, this is a text message. Who gets to the national championship first? UCLA, USC, or the rest of the Pac-12? They are leaving. Great question. This is from Josh in Charleston, South Carolina. He fights on, uh, which is interesting. He is in the land of the original USC, um, but he is himself a uh, nouveau USC fan of the uh, Los Angeles ilk. Um, so... Uh, Playing the odds right now, USC is uh, probably best positioned um, of the entire league uh, to be uh, playing for a national championship in the next couple of years. They've got a proven quarterback. Um, while they are not quite recruiting at Death Star levels, uh, they are pretty damn close to it and close enough um, to have the talent to get there. Um probably have a puncher's chance in a game against like an Alabama or Georgia. Um, but they could get into the playoff as, I mean, they could get into the playoff this year. So, uh, I think generally speaking, whenever you're looking at the PAC 12 schools, unless USC is led by an absolute charlatan, uh, it's the answer is almost always going to be USC. Um, so much has to go right for the other schools and Oregon's getting close. I mean, Oregon's accumulating talent and the whole thing. But once again, they're changing offensive coordinators, so we're gonna see how <coughs> we're gonna have to see how that goes. Um, but USC, it's just they have the brand, they have the positioning for recruiting, um, and right now they have the coach. So 
whenever you're going into one of these off-season cycles, unless they are clearly changing out a whole bunch of personnel and there's just so many unknowns, you, you kind of always have to pencil them in as the as the main contender uh, in the Pac-12 schools. So, yeah, I'll say USC. Um, I mean, until another one of these schools actually wins one again, uh, it's got to be USC. All right, and then that is it. That's all we have. We have no real other questions. We have no real other information for you. It's a short show today. Um, Ryan isn't here. He's in Las Vegas. Uh, he usually brings a lot of notes and news and things, and, and we just we just simply don't have those today. So instead you got me uh, stuttering and stopping through this entire thing. I hope it wasn't too painful to listen to. I really do. But it may have been. And if it was, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. But not really. I don't feel it sincerely. Not in my heart, not in my soul. So not for Ryan Abraham, not for anyone else, just for me. I'm David Woods, Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network. This was the podcast of champions, and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 